Bonjour and welcome to the Fantasy Blitz podcast. Uh, I told you I would do a different language this time, um, so I'm gonna have to use Google Translate to see what "hello" is in a bunch of different other languages. Um, my name is Dom Johnson. I am your host for today. Um, probably, probably the next one too, but we'll see. Hopefully, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, with me as always is Joel. What's going on, y'all? Uh, on Twitter, it's at jverzosa, the number two. If you need a spelling, go back and listen to the previous episodes. Yes, sir. Um, so, so you we went with are... so you went you went with uh, Greek today, then, right? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's my uh, one of my favorite places. I was going to do Jamaican, but I decided, you know, <laughs> might as well get into that Mediterranean life. Uh, I watched Mamma Mia recently, and so I was just inspired. <laughs> so they're really going to uh, think that we think that's Greek. <laughs> well, I think it might be. You know, if you really want to get in the etymology of it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we can go all the way back. <laughs> all the way back to uh, Latin America, and that's where all the etymology comes from. <laughs> I think so. Um, I, I, I do have an English degree for those who are wondering, um, and it is from a accredited university, uh, for now, yeah. but yeah. it's, we'll see. We, we have a, a great show for you today. Um, we're going to do some, some buy or sell, um, and then we're going to steal a segment from, uh, what, what are they called? The fantasy footballers. I saw it the other day. I've seen a lot of this on on uh, my Twitter timeline, and so I figured, who not better? Who better to? Wow, I English, uh, I swear I have an English degree. English I swear. <laughs> <laughs> who who could do this better than us? Yeah. That was the sentence I was going for, and probably the, the answer is, yeah, the answer is probably a lot of people. <laughs> um, but that's not why you listen to their shows. That's why you listen to our show. Um. Hopefully that you listen to our show and continue after this one. Um, so we are going to do a zero RB draft versus a zero wide receiver draft, just to kind of give you some ideas as to what that kind of looks like this year. Um, you know, it's it's a strategy for for drafting. Both of those are. It changes from year to year. Uh, I've seen a lot of stuff on the Twitter timeline this year saying that this is a really bad year to go zero RB. Um, I think I agree, but we'll get we'll get there in a minute. Um, so we will jump right into our buy our sales. We have three marks for you today. Um, first one, Joel, do you buy or sell that sell, Ronald Jones? Sell, <laughs> sell Ronald Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no, go the ahead, mark. man. Go ahead. The mark. <laughs> give me the give me the mark, and I'll tell you exactly how I feel about it. Ronald Jones. Two total yards. I'm just kidding. Uh, 1,250 total yards for Ronald Jones. Total yards? Man, see, yeah. and that's that's where you get me with this whole total yard. Yeah, I'm selling it total yards. Okay, just a uh, heads up. He did have he had 724 rushing yards last year on 172 mm-hmm. attempts. Mm-hmm. He had 309 receiving yards on 40 targets and 31 receptions. Yeah, so that's that, I for- mean, I'm... I'm selling. I'm not the like. I just can't. I can't get on board with with Kenyon Drake. I mean, that. What am I talking about? With <laughs> with Ronald Jones, I can get on board with Kenyon Drake. I like Kenyon Drake. Um, I'm just reading through all these names, and I, I come down to Kenyon Drake and read that off. Um, I can't get on board with with Rodu, um getting you know anywhere close. Well, he'll get close. I think maybe. I, I think I have him for. Uh, just over 800 yards or close to 900 yards total. Total? Oh my goodness, Joel. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty low on, on Rojo. Um, I, I mean, being from Tampa, I don't like, I mean, he's explosive. He's athletic. Um, and that shows up sometimes when he only has one way to go, which is forward. And, um, yeah, 
totally. I get that. That, <laughs> that shows up then, but um, other times it's a crutch for him, and he just it, it really um, he makes bad decisions based upon his athleticism, kind of like uh, uh, Miles Sanders when there's a lane. Uh, 15 feet wide in front of him and he decides to jump cut right or left uh, because he thinks he can take it to the house there. Big um, runs happen on the outside. I don't know what you're talking about. I, yeah. It, it, well, being a Bucks <laughs> fan, it's super aggravating, which, you know, it, you know, you have a guy, it's, I'm just not really on him as a rusher. Um, so, and I don't think that he's going to contribute that much in the receiving game for the Bucks. Um, so I, you know, I have him for just, uh, 28 targets. Um, so I think, I think he is the, the odd man out in the receiving game. I think, uh, Dare is going to lead the receiving, um, the the backfield and receiving, and then Vaughn will be close behind him. Um, I actually have Vaughn for more attempts rushing too. Um, okay. So, okay. So you're a, you're a Von truther. Then uh, I was no, just about to ask, like, no, I'm not a Von truther. I just don't think that, um, I don't think that Rojo is their guy. Uh, I don't, he's not an Arians guy anyway. Um, he, so that was kind of apparent last year. They did what they could with what they had. Um, so he did get some, some looks, um, but he's not an Arians guy. Um, he do, obviously doesn't like him. Um, because he'll sit him down, you know, despite his athleticism, sit him down in lieu of Dare, you know, and Dare was a captain on the team last year. Um, Rojo was nowhere to be found. He was, he was bragging about how many pounds he put on. Um, <clears throat> so I just, which is a good thing. Cause he was tiny his rookie year. Yeah. I mean, he's, he was small, but I mean, you're, you're a growing boy. You should be putting on weight. <laughs> you I mean, you should, I mean, I just, I, I was just not. I'm not on board, dude. I, like, I, I mean, for every for, <laughs> with everything else said, I just I like Rojo. I mean, but he has a lot of flaws that I just cannot get behind. I don't, I don't care how young he is. I don't care how much inexperience he has. Um, you know, he did make some jumps from his, from year one to year two, but he was so bad year one that, I mean, I literally, if with Rojo's numbers in the NFL from year one, if you would have put me out there, I would have done better in year two. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a lot of hate. Um, and so I guess I will, I was going to anyways, but I'll, I'm going to play some, some hard devil's advocate. So first we'll talk about, all right, I want to mention two things with Rojo. Um, the first is the less important, the the coach speak that's come out recently saying that Ronald Jones has taken the one, two, um, Dare is the passing down back and Keyshawn Vaughn is just the backup. Um, I'm not sure I believe that wholeheartedly, but it is still something to, to weigh in, even if it's only a couple of drops for the bucket. Um, as far as his rookie year, 23 attempts, nine targets, abysmal 1.9 yards per carry it was bad no getting around it but it was his rookie year it was such little um usage that uh, like i i discounted just a little bit as far as last year goes he did lead the team in in rushing attempts um 172 to barbers 154 um had a 4.2 yards per carry six touchdowns on the ground um, 40 targets to Dare Ogunbowale's 47. So he wasn't that far behind Dare. Now, I, I do agree that I think Dare is probably going to take that role more than, than Ronald. So he might not see those 40 targets. But I think that Ronald Jones could easily see 200 rushing attempts. Um, I I had a hard time with putting this line down for, for Ronald Jones. Um, I wanted to make it difficult. And I feel like I have for at least me. Um I, uh, so he hit a th- just over a thousand, a thousand forty yards, um, last year with the upside and, and, and his rushing. I think he will get close to 1250. Maybe I should have made it 1200. Um, I think I'm going to sell, but it'd be a close one. Uh, so I think his, his rushing does go up. His yards per carry stays above four, um, even if it drops to like 4.1 or something. I don't know. Um, but, uh, I do like Ronald Jones going forward. 
especially at his price. Uh, I'm not... Yeah, I mean, the one thing he has going for him is Jason Light is probably the most stubborn person ever to walk the planet <laughs> when it comes to players. Um, he's the reason why Jameis Winston stayed around for so long. He's the reason why we we drafted a kicker in the second round and he stuck around for so God. long. So uh, at least Rojo has a a, a equal equal uh, counterpart where you know of being bad at his job um, to to count on, and he could be telling Arians that hey, we're this is the way it's gonna have to go we can't just you know walk away from uh rojo second round yeah yeah you know a second round draft pick you know again we can't just do what we did with the uh, our kicker um yeah you know i just so he does have that kind of going for him but i i you know by mid-season i i see them done with rojo um they'll they'll just sprinkle him in here and there as a change of pace for vaughn and i think vaughn takes uh, first and second down work. Um, Dare, um, there's no reason for me to believe that Dare is not going to be the receiving back all year long. Um, so that's where I am. Yeah, I think uh, Ronald Jones has showed too much improvement from year one to two to 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 jump ship now. Um, yeah, I don't think Arian scares. <laughs> also, gotta mention Peyton Barber's 154 vacated attempts. If you want to play that game. Nope. Um, okay, that's fine. Uh, also, just fun fact, on Sleeper right now, I'm looking, like, that's what I'm using to get their stats from last year, looking at Peyton Barber on Washington, and it says, Peyton Barber, RB, football team, number 25. I love it. <laughs> so Yes, he plays on a football team in Washington. He does indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and what's um, the, the, is the mascot going to be a football? You know, hopefully it won't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that person will uh will finally sell the, oh, the copyright to whatever they wanted why don't they, uh, why don't they just call them the tribe there's so many just obvious like like we can't, we can't call them the tribe we like i was thinking we could call them the tribe of um blackie wetzel uh but he was a i think he was a blackfoot so i don't know how well that would go over um <laughs> If we if we named a team, if we named a team after that, um, but uh, that's, I, I mean, it's just natural progression. I, I hope it does go towards honoring the uh, the Native Americans. To be honest with you, so. yeah. So I will we'll we'll leave that for uh, a different episode. No man, we um, got to talk about these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's up right. man on this on this next one jacobs go, go ahead yeah so, for so just buy, choose... or, buy or sell jacobs over 50 targets um yeah uh i was gonna say uh why don't you choose just one of these two so i don't know if you um wanted to do oh, the no, other one so more that, so yeah i mean so quickly do you buy or sell 50 targets for jacobs uh sell okay me too um so <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving on. Um, Kyler Murray. Um, do you buy or sell him at 500 rushing yards? That that one's a, a pretty easy buy. Um, he had 544 last year on 93 attempts. Um, I think he'll definitely hit 500 yards again in rushing. Yeah. So obviously, everybody's uh, waiting on bated breath for me to answer this because they know how much where I was on on Kyler. Um, but, um, I think, so I'm a buy as well. Um, I think he will, uh, so something, so I'm warming on, on Kyler's rushing floor. Um, I had a conversation on Twitter, well, a conversation that just didn't go like I wanted it to. Um, but, um, Twitter conversations. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm here to learn and I'm not here to tell anybody that I'm better than them. I just want to learn. And, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but um, you know, I think that where I am, where I was before on Kyler and Drake being, um, Drake being a bad thing for Kyler, I, I dug into some of the research because, uh, I wanted to see, you know, actually what happened, um, his total yards, um, obviously there was, there was not much of a change, but there was a decrease in total yards when Drake was there. But what I was, when I look at like PFF, um, and their stat suite, 
on Kyler, I went and they break it down into scramble yards and then yards on design runs. Um, and actually on yards and design runs, um, his yards on design runs went up with, with Drake on the team. Um, so what, you know, so I, I was like, I was very surprised by that, to be honest with you. I didn't think that that was going to be the case, but, um, it does make sense, um, that, that Kenyon Drake would help out, you know, drawing attention away from Kyler Murray. And when he does have a run that is, uh, dedicated to him. Um, so that that's, I can definitely get on board with him being over 500 yards rushing. Um, that and the fact that <clears throat> he has a really bad uh, problem with missing reads um, and he pulls the ball down um, and well, he's forced to pull the ball down because he misses reads. <laughs> um, so his, so his, his rushing floor, um, you know, as far as scramble yards is probably going to be um, close to the same. So I, I can I can be on board with Kyler having some rushing floor. Um, yeah, you know, so. not to mention he did get sacked forty eight times last year, which does come out of your your rushing yards. So that's you know a, a small thing, but that's probably another thirty yeah, he, forty yards he gets back. Yeah, but that didn't, that didn't affect. He never had a game. He never had a game uh, with negative rushing yards last year. Yeah, no, sure, that's fine. But like the for the line's sake. Like if he gets sacked thirty times instead of forty eight, um, yeah, yeah, you that, know he he gets some of those that that yardage back. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting to look at like um, sacks when road when a road when Drake um, came on the team and compared to the the beginning of the year. So we probably look it up. Let's see. So he was sacked a bunch in the first few games and it, it kind of got better. Um, so when did Drake come on? Week week nine, nine. Okay. So yeah, that, was, that was week nine. Game. He, he studied the playbook on the plane to play San Francisco and, and I think torched and, him. and torched them. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the last three games, he was only sacked, uh, twice. Um, and I guess I should have thought about this before, and I could have counted up all these yards that he was sacked for. I mean, it's probably 200 yards worth of, of sacked yardage that he he accrued last year. Um, so weeks 11, 13, and 14, because 12 of the bye, he was sacked four, six, and five times. But the next three weeks, he was only sacked twice total. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, in those first four games, he was sacked five, three, eight, four. Um, so he was he was all over the place. Um, so that was just a, a little interesting note. Um, cool. we're both buys there. Um, I think, yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty easy for me. Kyler Murray, uh, definitely has that, that safe rushing floor, which is what makes him so, such an interesting prospect for fantasy. He has a safe floor, but also he has all of the, he's in the perfect storm to have a just humongous ceiling. Um, well, if they, because, if they can just design, if they can just uh, design uh balls to the sideline all <laughs> all of us all of his throws to the sideline um to deandre hopkins then i'll be on board with buying kyle murray at his price yeah exactly I mean, that's the thing is he's one of the one of the safer options also has one of the highest ceilings so i totally get all the hype around kyle murray um it's it's hard to buy uh, a quarterback going into year like well, I don't know. It's it's hard to buy quarterbacks for me. Um, I just have a hard time buying them. He's got to be better. Like, He's got to be better than Baker. Well, that was simple um, to do. <laughs> uh, well, he's got to be better. He's got to be better than Dak in his second year. Well, <laughs> both 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 uh, regressed. <laughs> but uh, either way, I mean, we'll we'll move. On. Uh, so <clears throat> we are going into the the next segment. So we're going to do a um, zero RB versus zero wide receiver. So what we're going how we're going to do this is Joel and I are both in two separate sleeper drafts. Um, he is in. We're both in the same slot, so we're both in the one hundred and five, and we are going to just use these strategies and and go all together. 
Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm doing zero RB, so you guys get to sit with me and listen to the sweat drop. Let's go. Um, <laughs> when all these running backs drop to me, like in the first. Um, so 105, Dalvin Cook is there. Um, Nick Chubb is there. Derek Henry is there. Joe Mixon's there. Kenyon Drake. Austin Eckler is there. So, yep, you guys are listening to me struggle, not take one of those people. <laughs> so I think the obviously cho- obvious choice. So the first the the first four picks were all running backs: uh, CMC, Barkley, Kamara, and Zeke. Um, so that's how I see most drafts going. Um, so I'm going to take who I think will get the most volume and be a safe play, um, and that will be Michael Thomas. Yeah, I think that's smart. Um, so, on the other board, um, we went Saquon, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, and Dalvin Cook. And then I'm doing the zero wide receiver, the uh, the better of the two options. And um, this is, at the very least, it's the easiest. Um, so... Uh, this this is pretty easy. Zeke filled a five, so I'm just I'm just hitting Zeke and, and not looking back. All right, so, so Thomas for some and reason, Zeke. Um, yeah, for some reason I had to be put into your mock, so I'm just hitting whatever's at the top of the list. By the way. <laughs> oh, because you're running the mock. Yeah, um, I guess that's it. <clears throat> so I should have run this. Um, but my man. Neither here nor there. That's fine. Um, so Dalvin Cook went after my pick. Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, Tyreek, Joe Mixon, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So Nick Chubb went at 204. Julio Jones went at 202. So we saw a tight end, 205, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, and then Kenyon Drake. Um, so let's see here. Um so, I could just set myself up and go with Lamar Jackson. So this, but this is one quarterback, right? Yeah, this is uh, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, three flex, and we might stop early. So we'll we'll yeah. trim the flexes as we need. All right. So then, out of the wide receivers, I am going to take. This sucks. <laughs> this is terrible. I hate this. <laughs> Do I need to cut the silence? <laughs> this is so bad. Um, so I'm going to go with a... I mean, George Kittle's still on the board there. Well, tell me, why aren't I you know. doing a uh, a positional like that? Well, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I thought about it. The, I really, I don't have a, an answer to not go there. Um except for that I like some of the, the upside later um, as far as at the tight end position. But to be honest with you, I think the safest play would probably go to Kittle um, as far, from a volume standpoint. Um, I don't really – you know, I, I'd be choosing between Godwin and uh, Mike Evans probably here, to be honest with you, and I don't really enjoy that decision. Um <laughs> So I'm probably just going to go Kittle. Yeah, I think that's the safest route. I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat. Uh, Twelve running backs have gone. Five wide receivers have gone. Um, so I'm staring at Austin Eckler, Lamar Jackson, George Kittle. Um, the thing is, I'm probably not going to go Kittle here just because Austin Eckler is the last running back of a certain tier. The next running backs, according to ADP, after Austin Eckler are James Conner, Chris Carson, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Mark Ingram, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, David Johnson. So all of those guys are at least one tier below Austin Eckler to me. So I, I definitely have to hit the last bit of this tier before it drops off. So I'm going with Austin Eckler to pair with Ezekiel Elliott. All right, so I need a clarification. So... What is true zero RB? Am I going all the way through like without taking a running back? <laughs> I'm struggling here. This is ridiculous. 
Um, because I'm going to end up with like poop running backs at the end. Um, anyway. All right. So I, obviously it's not in, it's not in the third where I get to go running back. God, no, it's not. I'm sorry. This is, ter- <laughs> this is terrible. This is terrible. So I have to like, I never draft like this. Um, uh, Maybe we should have switched it. <laughs> no, I just, I just don't go like, I don't go into a draft thinking, Oh, I'm going zero RB. You know, it's like, um, well, Scott Fish, I did say I'm not going wide receiver. Um, yeah. But, um, all right, so what's left on the board is Metcalf, Cup, A.J. Brown, Ridley, uh, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, doesn't leave me with much, but I think that <clears> – <throat> I think that I'm in a tier here at quarterback. Ugh. No, I'm not. Um, all right. So <laughs> I'm not actually. I'm, I I saw yeah. Kyler's name there since we talked about him, and I was like, man, maybe I should just do it. But I am going to go with – so I'm pretty safe with Michael Thomas. I'm going to go with a higher ceiling play here. Um, and I am going to go with <laughs> DK Metcalf, man. All right. I think, okay. I, I think I have to, yeah, I think I'm going to take DK at, at one Oh five. Yeah. I mean, uh, at three, five, <clears throat> uh, DK versus Chris Lock, uh, not Chris Lockett. Tyler Lockett was one of the, uh, more veteran heavy, uh, polls that we did last week with our um whatever it's called our our other mock yeah our adp game um so we did a bunch of polled the twitter um about you know would you rather have this younger player or this wide receiver one at this adp or the wide receiver two at this adp um and tyler lockett was one of the ones where the majority of people were like, yeah, give me Tyler Lockett a couple of rounds later than DK. Uh, For sure. So, for sure. Uh, but yeah. yeah, DK has a high ceiling. Um, all right, so three of five for me. Uh, top two tight ends are off the board. Top two uh, quarterbacks are off the board. Um, wide receiver is starting to be a little heavy. Um, so it's it's at least it's even now to where, you know, any pick could be one or the other. Meanwhile, in the first round, you're like, you're pretty much no. 10 of these picks are going to be running backs, which is exactly what happened in this this draft. Um, So in the spirit of uh, zero wide receiver, I can't go wide receiver, obviously, in the third. Um, I I like this because there are so many, like, great wide receiver values falling to the fifth, sixth, seventh, um, which is why I like this this, uh, zero wide receiver more than zero RB. Um, but my question usually, usually I'm late tight end, like uh late QB. I might look some somewhere. Mark Andrews is in here. Zach Ertz is a few ADP picks behind him. I might wait to see if I can get Ertz in the fourth instead of taking Andrews here. Um, as far as QB goes, I will definitely wait until the uh fifth for either Dak or Kyler. Um, at the very earliest, um, uh, for a quarterback. So I've got two solid, uh, pretty safe running backs. I can go with the upside of, of James Conner. Um, I can go with the safer side of, of Le'Veon Bell. Um, and I think I'm just going to go James Conner here. Uh, I'm not scared of his, his injury history necessarily. Um, the only thing that really scares me is the uh, COVID um, bit just having the so by the way something recently came out NFL and NFLPA just agreed to a deal um, they have players have two opt-outs a voluntary opt-out and a high-risk opt-out which is uh, twice over twice as much money um, contract still happens I think what was do, do you know what that was no I don't actually okay I think the word was tolls but I, I'm not really sure what that what that means. Um, so <laughs> let me look that up. 
How do you spell Schefter? S C H E F T E R. He's okay. definitely not listening, so don't worry. Okay, cool. <laughs> he might be. You never know. Adam, if you're listening, uh, hit me up, and I will. I'll uh, I'll give you a shout out next time. Yeah, we'll buy uh, some Schefter some merch so we can so we can remember your name. <laughs> oh, Schlefty. Um, let me look for it. All right, you can go on with yours now while I look for it. All right, so. <clears throat> So seriously, where where am I able to in zero RB as it's outlined by the Twitter sphere? Um, <laughs> where am I allowed to go running back? Um, that's a great question, um, and I think that because I hate my, I hate my team. I hate my team. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's your fault for taking DK in the third. I take an Allen Robinson there. Yeah, maybe. Um. That's a great question. I think, and, and, and it would vary, obviously, because some people say if you don't take a running back, if you take a running back before the seventh, it's not a zero RB, while some people are like, I think my first RB in the fourth. So, all right, well, zero RB. We'll, we'll go with the furthest away. Um, oh God, you don't have to go to the seventh, at least fifth. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you to say the fifth is the earliest you can take a running back. Um, all right. So, yeah. You said you would have taken Allen Robinson there. Well, he fell to me. Um, so I'm on the board with, <clears throat> and all the, all the quarterbacks are still there that I was thinking about. Um, so I'm going wide receiver. So Keenan Allen, OBJ, um, DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, uh, T.Y. Hilton, Allen Robinson, and DJ Chark are all there. Um, so I am going to go with, ugh, I'm going to go a Rob here. Um, so go ahead and just lock up some of that floor and we'll leave it for everybody else to decide. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I would, I would take it. Like I said, I was going to take Alan Robinson earlier, so it's, it's nice that he, he dropped to you. Um, and uh, so I think you got great value there. Um, I like Allen Robinson for this year. And even if it's, I mean, regardless of the quarterback situation, I think Allen Robinson is, you know, he had Trubisky all year last year and it was, it was rough, but he still had the third most targets. So Foles isn't necessarily an upgrade, but I think he fold, he throws more um, with, with Foles. Um, so I, I like Allen Robinson a lot. Uh, for for 2020 so okay let's uh let's get into this zach Ertz did fall to me at uh 408 like i was hoping he would mark andrews already went um no more quarterbacks have gone i could take another running back but the next running back on the board is, is jonathan taylor raheem mostert uh kareem hunt marlon mack damian williams so i'm not taking any of them in the fourth that's that would be stupid um, so I'm going Zach Ertz with my 408 to lock up some positional need. Hopefully, um, one of those two uh, quarterbacks falls back to me. All right, so back to me, and we're in the fifth. So I am going to. Uh, I was hoping that DJ Moore would have fallen back to me. Um, mm. So. I have a decision here. DJ Chark, Stefan Diggs, McLaurin, uh, AJ Green. Man. If I know you at all, then I think that you're choosing between Kyler, Diggs, and Waller. Ugh. To be honest with you, that, I mean, Waller is a good thought. A little early. Yeah, it's a little early for me. Oh, you already um, have George Kittle. Never mind. I have forget Kittle. Waller. I have a good Kittle. I have Kittle there, but um, yeah, totally forget, I, forget forget Waller. Out of out of the quarterbacks, though, like Kyler's there, but so is Russ uh, Russell Wilson. So is uh, Prescott. So is Watson. Um, so hey, yeah, uh, Cortland uh, Sutton is still available. If you uh, nope. 
Yeah, definitely not. Um, so <laughs> I think that I will go. Man, this is a terrible decision. How how do people do zero RB and not quit after the after the third round? Um, <laughs> no idea, man. I don't either. Um, all right, so ugh, I don't particularly like any of the wide receivers here, to be honest. Um, but I'm gonna go with one anyway. Um, so I think that I'm going to go with. I think here's where I would probably switch and start hitting some some running backs. I know, and that's that's where I would I would do it. But we, you know, we said that we shouldn't. Um. <laughs> but granted, next round there are some some good running back values right around where you're going to pick again. Um, you know, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, Darius Geis, um, are all right around there. Yeah. Um, so I mean, those are some some boom bust guys that can really make your team jump. Jordan Howard will be there in another few rounds. There are some- yeah. This is this is where you're like, but this is where you're stuck with like, uh, in the land of questionable workload. Um, you know, like with right. with Jonathan Taylor, uh, Matt, Kareem Hunt, um, Damian Williams, uh, Swift, Acres, um, Rojo, Geis. Like you're stuck. Like you're in this land of. I just need something to, I need a lot of things to go my way for that running back to produce what I think they should. I think Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor is definitely um, the back that I would take here. But um, for the exercise, I will go ahead. I would never take some of these wide receivers over DJ, over uh, Jonathan Taylor if I had no running back, to be honest. But I am going to go with. I'm going to go with oof, DJ Chark. <laughs> yeah, that's where ADP would have you too. Um, so I don't think that's a bad pick at all. Um, I'm, yeah, well, Ugh, I hate this I know, team. You feel, feel gross. <laughs> uh, I do want to mention a couple things just to talk about the, uh, the differences here. Um, first, I know uh, Peter Howard just put out a, a tweet the other day about the odds of a particular position repeating their top three or top five um, finishes in the the next season. And wide receivers have the better chance of repeating a a top performance. Um, But to kind of juxtapose that, uh, Fantasy Mansion just put out a tweet yesterday um, that I thought was really interesting. So it says, and I'll explain it in a second if if it doesn't make sense. So RB2 tier RB2 produces 70.2% of RB1 fantasy points, um, while RB3s produce 57.2% of RB1 production. Um, And then for wide receivers, wide receiver 2s produce 81.5% of uh, of wide receiver 1 production, while wide receiver 3s produce 70.2% of wide receiver 1s. So all that to say, uh, running backs are are really top-heavy. Um, uh, your RB, um, 27 is going to get about half as many points as the RB one. Meanwhile, your wide receiver 27 is going to get about 70%, about, uh, two thirds to three fourths of, of what your, of what the wide receiver one will get. Um, so that's why that's just a, an example of why I think Joel and I both agree that, uh, zero RB or zero wide receiver is is not the way to go. Yeah, so I would I would definitely go zero wide receiver before I went zero RB for sure. Um, all right, so uh, wait, what are you, Kyle, what pick are you at? Are you in the sixth? I am. Oh wait, I'm in I'm in the fifth. Let me I'm gonna catch up. Oh, okay, no, you gotta go. Yeah, good. <laughs> all right, got three wide uh, three running backs and Zach Ertz. Um, Kyler Murray went, so I've still got Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott. Um, I don't think either of them will make it back to me. Um, but also looking at Juju Smith-Schuster in the fifth, um, which I like him for a bounce-back candidate. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, Terry McLaurin, uh, Stephon Diggs, Marquise Brown, which I will be avoiding. 
but there are also some 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 good wide receivers later, like Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, uh, Michael Gallup, Marvin Jones. So, granted, God, this is tough. I don't know whether to do a quarterback or I'm gonna. All right, I gotta take Juju in the fifth. In the uh, fifth is too good of a value to me. Yeah. Um, plus, right in, like in the fourth, fifth round is really when wide receivers start flying off the board. Um, in round five, eight wide receivers came off. Uh, the round before that, seven. Um, so that's where they start flying off the board. So if you don't, if you go zero wide receiver, you need to make sure you're like just know the value will be there in the, the fourth and fifth, but it will not be there in the sixth and seventh. Um, so I think that's where I would start to switch and and look at wide receivers if I'm going to hit running backs early. Um, all right, go ahead, catch us up in right. sixth. Yeah. So. Of the four quarterbacks that I was looking at, Kyler went off, Russell went off, and Dak Prescott went off. So this makes the sixth a pretty easy pick for me. Um, three of the teams that are going to pick in between my, this one and the next pick that I have uh, don't have a quarterback. Um, so there's a possibility that I won't have Deshaun Watson come back to me. Um, yeah. So I'm going to take Deshaun Watson for the – highest chance of leading the league and passing attempts. So I will take Deshaun Watson. Smart. Um, I, I don't know how to feel about Deshaun going into 2020. I'll be honest. Um, you know, he lost two of his, or not two of his weapons. Um, he, he lost his biggest weapon, obviously. Um, he got Brandon Cooks back. Um, so he doesn't have a bad wide receiver room necessarily, but it's, it's not elite <laughs> anymore. Um, right. And he has David Johnson in the backfield now, um, so that's not really helpful. So you gotta wonder, you know, is Deshaun going to still produce with, uh, possibly for half the season, neither Brandon Cooks nor Will Fuller, if they get hurt again and they have to miss half the season. Um, so that's where my hesitancy to, to draft Deshaun Watson comes from. Um. Still think he's great value. Still think he's an excellent quarterback, but I am a little worried about him um, drafting him in the top five or six uh, quarterbacks when that is such a realistic possibility. Um, but in the sixth is a good value, um, and, and you're you're right. Um, I think you probably had to grab him there. So, um, all right. I uh, I feel like I'm going, I kind of did the name of Zero Wide Receiver a little wrong, but um, oh well. I probably should have grabbed, uh, grabbed Dak Prescott instead of Juju but to really hammer this home. But yeah, we probably should have agreed to that and taken like the opposite um, position in, in the same round. So my bad about that. <laughs> uh, we Now I'm looking at... I, for that sake, I'm I'm not going to draft wide receivers for the next couple of rounds, and I'm going to hit my positional needs. Um, so I was right. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Dak Prescott all went off the board um, before my next pick. So I'm looking at I've already got Zach Ertz. If I'm looking at a quarterback, I've got Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Josh Allen, Carson Wentz um, still available in the sixth. None of those are good values. Um, so I think I'm going to go back to the running back well, and I'm going to take um, Cam Akers. So Swift and Geis were also there, and they also went off the board as the next two. Um, but I really like Cam Akers' uh, probability, that's the word, to to lead that room going forward um, in, in, in 2020 and, and really making a... Uh, a name for himself in the first few weeks um, and taking over that backfield. All right. So we're back to me at the seven Oh five. All the running backs that I talked about before went, Um, we are (laughs) left with Rojo at the running back position. And I am not going to even reach for him. I'm not going to take him at seven. I'm just, I just won't do it. Um, so I'm going to go back to wide receiver. Um, <laughs> you got three rounds left. I know. By the way. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go eight and nine. I'm going to go running back for everybody. But I am going to take um, 
I'm going to take a guy who I just I, I think that is really undervalued um, because uh, of a new quarterback and AJ Green coming back, and I'm going to take Tyler Boyd. Um, All right. So I think that's I like a cra- I think it's crazy value at seven. To be honest, he he probably could could um, outperform Chark, um, who I took in the fifth. So. Um, Absolutely possible, and Adrian yeah. Green went two rounds earlier. Um, so I think I think you're right. That is good value. That and the other that and the other teams behind me they they obviously they're all running back heavy, um, minus minus maybe one or two. But um, I think that they're all going to go wide receiver or something else. Yep. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm with you. Um, it's coming back for me. Uh, Darren Waller, Rob Gronkowski, DeAndre Swift, Darius guys went. Um, uh, four wide receivers went after that. Um, I think I have to to do you a favor, um, and and not hit wide receiver again until the ninth, um, just because I went too early, uh, again for for my, for my first one. Um, no quarterbacks went obviously. Um, so I'm looking at Marnell Jones as well. Um, Tevin Coleman, nope. Sony Michelle. Probably not. J.K. Dobbins is another one um, that is in the uh, seventh that I'm looking at. Jordan Howard, I like a lot for 2020. I think he's going to have a really good floor um, and do well. I really want to take Marvin Jones here, but I I shouldn't for the sake of zero wide receiver. (sighs) Nuts. So, all right, I'm I'm battling between Josh Allen and J.K. Dobbins. I feel totally fine getting an, another quarterback later. Um, but I do have already Cam Akers on the team. So JK would be, um, he would be, he'd definitely be starting for me. And I'm not sure he is going to be, you know, as productive as uh, someone else in, 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 in that flex spot. So, nuts. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take J.K. Dobbins. Um, so I've got two rookies on the team. I don't normally do this. Uh, <laughs> I, us- I really, I usually stay, like, people will, will get on that rookie hype and, and take them way earlier than I'm I'm willing to. Um, and so that's what happened. That was back to, to me in, in that one. All right. So am I at eight here? Yes. Yeah. All right, so I am at eight. So I am going to, well, after you take yours. That's right. Um, (laughs) um, All right, so I like I said, I'm probably going to go for um, running back here. Um, And I have J.K. Dobbins, um, Matt Breida, Philip Lindsay on the board. Um, also Latavius Murray and I'm looking at all these names and I was thinking I should have just went with my gut and taken a running back in the seventh. (laughs) Um, because I mean, the person that I really, that I was hoping that was going to drop and he usually does is, um, Sony Michelle. Yeah. Um, figured you were. So just going for the volume and, and the security there. Um, I was going to go with Sony. Um, so most times he will drop there. I don't know why this one team has four running backs. Um, but we can't control the bots, you know? Um, <laughs> so, so I'm going to go, I am going to go with the, I just don't like, I don't like the prospect of starting my running back pour out with a rookie. Um, J.K. Dobbins is there. I think uh, he's going to have he's going to have to have Mark Ingram not exist for him to be super productive in 2020. Um, so I am going to go. Man, the fantasy community is going to hate me if I go if I don't go Dobbins here. I know it. <laughs> he's probably the safest, but I know what you're gonna do. They're not gonna. They're not gonna like me because they're gonna. I'm gonna go with somebody who they're gonna think is is even Done. more iffy. Is yeah. even more iffy. 
and I'm going to take Philip Lindsay. I knew it. Yeah. We'll see. Let's hopefully he didn't come back to me. All right. No, he didn't. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Next to last round, I'm going to save wide receivers. Um, so I'm looking at Josh Allen is still there, which is crazy to me. Uh, I, I mean, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, and Drew Brees have all gone. So to just to punt my wide receiver to the last round, I'm going to go ahead and take Josh Allen um, in the eighth. So that one was that one was pretty cut and dry, pretty easy. So back back to you. <laughs> all right, so ter- finishing it up here. Um, so we have my boy uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. No, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we got old Henderson Jr. and Pollard and um, Chase Edmonds and... Tariq Cohen, man, we got some some big you just, bangers. You just we skip some... Zachary Moss. I am not. I'm skipping him on purpose because I think that's where I'm going. To oh, be okay. honest, honestly, um, I was I was thinking the same thing. I think I'm skipping him on purpose just to kind of go down the line and say who's there still. Um, Rashad Penny's still there. Um, so, oh no. I know I could probably wait for him anyway, but <laughs> I did see I did see him actually running and, and doing some drills. Um, I, I'm sure everybody saw that, but looked pretty good from my perspective. He looks pretty good um, from where he is um, uh, slotted out on his timeline for recovery. Um, he looks pretty good, um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Zach Moss. Um, I think that uh, he is probably if if he can keep Josh Allen um, in the backfield. And not rushing every every goal line carry in, um, I think that Zach Moss has a really good floor there um, as taking kind of the the uh, Frank Gore uh, role, the the short yardage rushing um, on the goal line and from the five and in, um, and then I I think his athleticism definitely has gives him the ability to kind of take over a little bit more as the season goes on um from Singletary um in between the twenties. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Zach Moss there. Yeah, I think that's probably what I would have done too. I might have taken, you know, Jackie Dobbins instead of Lindsay, but I don't fault you at all. With your projections, I would have taken like if I was going off of your projections, I would have taken Lindsay there too. Um I know you're higher on Lindsay than most. I am um, even and and I've had conversation about him lately with, you know, Jay Moyer and and Dwayne McFarland and, you know, some guys that I really respect. And I just, I just don't, I understand. And I can see the way that they have it slotted out for, for Lindsay to go. Um, But I don't, I, I just, I guess this is going to be the one guy that I plant my flag on this year. Um, Really, really. And just put him in early and say, this is the guy that I'm going to take no matter what. Um, I just, I, I can't, I can't see, um, him not uh, taking, you know, taking all the, the majority of the rushing work um, and then um, really outshining uh, Melvin Gordon in, in, in both rushing and receiving. So we shall see. Yeah. It's going to be my guy. No, I we get it. Uh, he's super talented and he's shown that the past two years. Um, so who you got? All right. So um, I have to take my my uh, second wide receiver here. Um, and it's, it's a, honestly a pretty simple choice. Um, in the ninth, I've got Marvin Jones, uh, Deontay Johnson, CD lamb, Christian Kirk, uh, Jerry, Judy, John Brown, all available. Totally happy with any of those. Um, but I've got to take Marvin Jones. Yeah. Um, that, that was pretty easy. I, I may have thought about Deontay maybe, um, but I already had Juju, so it really yeah. wasn't couldn't have done anything different there. Um, so what's your uh, what's your team like right now? All right, so starting off, I'm going to give you my uh, position by position instead of by round. Um, so I've got Josh Allen um, at quarterback, Ezekiel Elliott, and Austin Eckler, uh, Juju Smith Schuster, Marvin Jones, Zach Ertz, and then my three flexes are James Conner, Cam Akers, and J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I like that team way better. Um, <laughs> I mean, I you know, I start obviously. I'll I'll just go by round, um, and you guys can 
look at it if you want. But um, I started off with Michael Thomas, uh, George Kittle. Um, so those two I'm pretty happy with. Oh, yeah. Um, DK uh, for ceiling play, I'm pretty happy with. And then Allen Robinson, um, followed up by DJ Chark, uh, the one quarterback that I was looking at and excited about taking there was Deshaun Watson, um, and then got Tyler Boyd in the seventh, then Philip Lindsay and Zach Moss. So that really is a scary running back room to go into a year with. Um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm not super happy about it. I don't know if I would be even, even happier with, uh, J.K. Dobbins instead of Philip Lindsay, to be honest with you. Yeah, two rookies is, is woof. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't know. You know, obviously I was hoping that uh, it would have been Sony Michelle and Philip Lindsay. I would have felt a little more com- comfortable from yeah. a volume stand from and a volume standpoint. Lindsay may have fallen. He went nine eleven in in, right. uh, in my draft. So. Yeah, so that that was fun. Yeah. Um kind of the the verdict of what I'm seeing just to to help you with draft season coming up um you know like we we talked about with that um fantasy mansion tweet those top end running backs are very important um to to your season and to your fantasy success but the problem is because of the Peter Howard tweet and information yeah turnover that, yeah it's just it's a highly turn it's a high turnover position um and so even Christian McCaffrey odds are he's not going to have another number one running back season this year. Um, so, I mean, you can try to make some algorithm to show who is, who it's going to be. But um, the thing is more than likely it's going to be someone that you drafted in the first three rounds. Um, so that's why to me, it's, it's important to hit the running backs first. Um, just give yourself better odds of having that, top running back um production and then in the more the middle rounds fourth and fifth when the wide receivers start really coming off the board that's where the volume has fallen because everyone drafts smart and takes the running backs first um and you can get wide receiver ones in the fourth and fifth round Uh, dj moore went five three in mine um robert woods went 409 um you know these players who are coming off of a wide receiver one year um, are falling all the way to the fourth and fifth as the, you know, what is that? 50 something if player off the board, Um, right? which is, you know, just wild. So, yeah, I I mean, obviously I'm, I'm far more likely to go with zero wide receiver. Um, But yeah, like you said, I mean, the, the, there's there's running backs there, you know, that um, that are going to probably out outproduce their ADP. Um, you know, yeah. Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake comes to mind. I mean, if I were to pick somebody like as a dark horse to on that offense to to be RB one, um, you know, it would be Kenyon Drake. Um, just because of volume, like from a volume standpoint, um, he's there's nobody else. I mean, he's going to take three down work. He's going to be the bell call back there. Um, that offense is is coming up. Um, so I'm excited about Kenyon Drake. Um, obviously, I like Austin Eckler. Um, Alvin Kamara is, is not a hard take to have that he could be the RB1. Um, so big question mark with him is this uh, – is, um, volume you know so will he get the volume in the rushing game to put him over the hump so yeah i'm with you so uh thanks so much for listening we had a lot of fun with this um me more than joel and (laughs) so let us know what you think if we uh did these draft um strategies wrong and and how to fix it because it really seems like one is is broken and the other one is stupid so um <laughs> sorry if that offends you um, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no not you listeners no yeah they or, are we really at sorry we're just trying to we're trying to inform you we're trying to make you smarter fantasy players so if it offends you you're welcome well yeah it should 
Yeah, you're welcome. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening. We will we'll see you next week.